Welcome to the podcast arm of the redeemed Christian Church of God, Peculiar People's Parish, based in Regina, Canada. Our mandate is pursuing his purpose, pronouncing his power, and proclaiming his praise. You can subscribe to our podcast channel today, so you never miss an episode of our podcasts. Be blessed by this teaching. You alone deserve the glory, the honor and the praise. Lord Jesus, this song is forever yours. A thousand hallelujah and thousand more. You alone deserve the glory, the honor and the praise. Lord Jesus, this song is forever yours. A thousand hallelujah and thousand more. Father, it is to you that we return all this praise to. I ask therefore this morning, Lord, that you open our understanding, open our eyes, that we might receive in your presence tonight. Let destinies take shape. Let lives encounter your power. Let the brokenhearted be mended. Let the hopeless find hope. And let the lost be found. Let the discouraged be encouraged. At the end of this meeting, let this little one among us be as mighty as David. In the mighty name of Jesus. Sit down in the heavenly places. Praise God. Shall we please... Pardon me to welcome you to the book of Acts, chapter 1, verse 8. And while we do that, I want to appreciate my Father and the Lord. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. And um, the ministers in the house and every one of us for um, having me in the house this morning. It's a privilege. And by the grace of God, um, I accept it with fear and trembling. As I trust the Lord that the Lord will show mercy unto us this morning. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem. And in all Judea and in Samaria and the uttermost and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Then Acts chapter 2 from verse 1 to 8. Acts chapter 2 from verse 1 to 8. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. Three. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues, 
as the Spirit gave them utterance. Five, and there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men out of every nation under heaven. Six, now when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded because that every man heard them speak in his own language. Seven, and they were all amazed and marveled, saying, one to another, behold, are not all these which speak Galileans? Eight, and how hear we every man in our own tongue, wherein we were born? Praise God. I have been accorded the privilege and opportunity to present to you a topic I titled this morning, Exploring Your Inherent Potential Investment. Exploring your inherent potential investment. Praise God. Every human being, and, and, and before we start, please, I, you know, I, I, will rec- I would like to request that you please follow me. Please follow me. Just give me um, 30 minutes. 30 minutes will be enough of your time. Be patient with me, please, as we travel this morning. Every human being has a gift. Everyone on earth has a gift. There is nobody without a gift. There is nobody that does not have something that is installed in them from their maker. But whatever each of us makes out of it is not up to God. It's up to us. It's up to you. Praise God. There is something God has put in you. There is something that is domiciled in your personality. That thing is put in there for profit. It's put is there that you might use it, that you might explore it, that you might bring it to limelight and it becomes a blessing to your generation. Now, there are two aspects of what I'm saying this morning. The natural aspect and the spiritual aspect of it. We are going to look at the two if time permits. If time does not permit us in the first service, we'll look at it in the second service. So please um, try to hook up on the second service online to participate in what the Lord will have for us if we are not able to cover it in the first service. Praise God. There is something God has put in you that is able to bring you to limelight. And what is this gift that I'm talking about? Everyone has been given a gift so that they can profit with that. But the problem is that this gift I'm talking about this morning is still potential. It is still raw. It has not been furnished. Are you with me? It has not been furnished. It is the potential. Everyone has something. Whether you are born again or not, whether the person is saved or not, there is something in them from their maker that is still undeveloped. Take, for example, the parable of the talents. Okay? The Lord, their master came. That's Matthew chapter 25. 
their master came and gave them talents. He gave the first one how many talents? Five. He gave the second one how many? Two. And the third one, he gave how many? One. The first one that he gave, five, went and traded with the five and brought back another five. Making it ten in total that he brought back. The second one brought back another two, making it four. The third person went and buried the one that was given to him. Praise God. And brought back nothing. Now, this is what I want you to get. The one that brought back five, the reason he brought back five was not because he, okay, let me put it this way. The one that brought nothing, which was given one, the reason he did not bring anything from what was given to him was not because he was given one. It was not because he was given little. Are you with me? The scripture made it clear that every one of them was given a According to their capacity, according to their ability. Now, get me very powerfully. God does not give anybody more than the other, actually, at the end of the day. Every one of us is given equal. If at the end of your life you end up little, it is your fault. It is not the fault of your maker. The one that was given five, he brought back how many? Five. Five divided by five is what? So he had one. He was given one. The one that was given two, he brought back how many? Two divided by two is what? He was given one. The one that was given one, if he had brought back one, one divided by one is what? All of them had one at the end of the day. Nobody was cheated. But he gave a reason why he could not profit what, with what his maker put in him. And what was that reason? He, gave, he, said, he, was, he said, I was fearful. I was afraid. And then the Lord came on board and added to that reason he gave. The Lord said, oh thou slothful, slothful. Praise God. The Lord gave us reason that he was slothful and wicked. Let's leave the wicked part of it. Let's look at the reason he gave. And one reason he gave and one the Lord gave. He said, I was afraid. The Lord said, you were slothful. Two things, fear and what? Laziness. The reason he did not make something out of what was put in him, what was domiciled in him, was not because what was given him was little. It was not because what it was not because God did not give him everything it takes to make something out of the one that was given. It was because he was lazy. He was afraid to make investment. He was afraid to take step. He was afraid to put to work what he has. Child of God, you are not where you are today because you have little. You are not where you are today because you're not lucky. You are not where you are today because God has not invested upon your life. You are where you are today because of the level of demand you have placed on what is upon your life. Praise God. Every one of us sitting here now has what it takes. I read in the Bible, one man went to Samaria and shook the city. The scripture said there was a great joy. One man. Can I shock you? The same Philip did not know that he had it. Until there was a challenge. <laughs> Praise God. So that means when you have 
Whenever there is a confrontation in your life, it means it is time to confront. Azusa Broskopetala. It means it is time to confront. I read about the story of the person that founded WhatsApp. He went to look for job. I, 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 he went to Facebook to look for job. Facebook did not employ him. They, they, they bounced him back. He left with anger. And he, found, he left and founded WhatsApp. After so many years, the same Facebook bought WhatsApp for billions of dollars. As a matter of fact, he gave them condition on how to use it. Praise God. And I, I recently heard that Facebook is breaking the agreement because of data issues and all those things. Praise God. He left there with anger. I also am a carrier of something. Are you with me? I'm a carrier of some. There is something in me. If he was, if he had, if you, if he had gotten that job, sir, we wouldn't have known what's up today. <laughs> Praise God. So why are you disappointed? Why are you, why are you broken when there is a challenge? It is that is when to change your status. Every challenge is an opportunity for a change. Praise God. There is something inside of him, but he was not aware. He went to look for a job when he is an employer, when he's a job carrier. Something is inside of him. Praise God. There is something inside of you. The problem is not because it's small. The scripture says, if you faint in the day of adversity, you are what? So you know what that means? The, the, the real problem is not the challenge. It's not the adversity. The problem is the level of your strength. He said your strength is little. So you, you, the, the adversity is not your problem. Your problem is the amount of strength you have. Praise God. If you faint in the day of adversity, there is something inside of you that is there. That you can, you, can, you can become a blessing, a generational blessing with what you have. If you can learn how to place demands on it. You say, Brother Baraka, I don't have anything but at least I can sing. Well, the whole world can hear you without your song. The whole world can hear you. If you chose that I am not going to give up, I'm not going to turn the tower, I'm not going to, I have made up my mind, I cannot remain small. It's an error in destiny. Praise God. I'm going to show you this morning that you and I, we are where we are now, presently now. Not because that's where God has placed us, but because that is the level of demand we have placed in destiny. Take for example, you know there are people that are illiterate, right? They cannot read. There are people like that, they can't read. You and I, or maybe some of us did not experience it. Now, <laughs> so you and I, I wanted to say there was a time where you also cannot read and write. <laughs> like people like me, that was our case. Praise God. Now, what is the difference between you and that other guy that cannot read and write? The difference is not that you are smarter than him. It's not that you have anything more than him. It's because you have placed, you have explored that, that inherent potential, that ability in you, that capacity.
capacity in you that is able to come out and manifest in such a way that you cannot read and write. What does that mean? You have gone to school to educate yourself. You have placed demand on the, on the potential capacity, the gift that is in you. What is inside you? You have done something about it. You have gone through series of training and you cannot read and write. The same guy out there, he has not gone through that series of training. You are. If he train himself like you, he will also read and write. Every man can read and write, sir. Do you understand that? He is there thinking they are lucky. That's why they can read and write. He is there thinking that they went to school. I didn't go to school. That's why I can read and write. But the only difference here, you have done something he has not done. So where you are now, there is something you can do to live where you are now. Praise God. Any challenge confronting you in life, hear me, hear me clearly. You have been empowered. You have what it takes to overcome it. You have not overcome it because you have not pressed. You have not overcome it because you have not been, you have not made, you have not made, you have not programmed yourself with determination to overcome it. I've always shared with some of us, I fought, I fought a battle for 10 years. I overcame. But it took long. One day it came. But it took years. If it is, it's not a gift, though. what I want to say is not. But if that's a gift, if it is a gift, then I will say one gift God has given me. Say, I don't know how to give up. And if I set my mind that it will, it will happen, it's a matter of time. That is what it should be to bring out what is inside of you. Because of time, let me touch the spiritual aspect a little. The scripture said in the book of Acts, chapter eight. Can we have it? Sorry, chapter one, verse eight. It said, "And ye shall receive what power." After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you. Now, can I ask a question? There are two things that we are to receive in that scripture, right? Which one is the first one? Holy Ghost power. Holy Ghost power. Which one is the first one? So, which one is correct? Praise God. You shall receive power. So, in the real sense, what you are going to receive, the Holy Ghost, not power. It's what? It's the Holy Ghost. It's not power. The Holy Ghost is all the gift that God wants to give you. Are you with me? So now, what is different between, I will still come with this scripture. What is different between a believer and unbeliever? There is no difference between a believer and unbeliever in the context of my teaching. Don't get it wrong. In the context of my teaching now. The only difference between a believer and unbeliever is that the believer has received a divine aid. There is an aid that he has received. There is an advantage he has received in the person of the Holy Ghost. And ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. How come we have many children of God today that have not, they are, they are not manifesting power. In fact, they don't know what it looks like. But yet they are baptized with the Holy Ghost. Why? Do you know why? This gift of the Holy Ghost hmm, is inherent 
The word, the Greek word for the the the, word, the Greek word for power used there is dunamis, which means it is inherent. It is the potential, and you shall receive power. So the gift of the Spirit here is okay. Um, it, it, I would like someone to help us. If there's anybody that can help us, I don't know, sir. Can you help us? Just a help. Can you help us? Okay, please, can you come if you don't mind? Praise God. I would like to ask a question, sir. Are you baptized with the Holy Ghost? Okay, thank you, sir. Then you are the right person. I'm looking for someone that is baptized with the Holy Ghost. Now, he's, he's baptized with the Holy Ghost, and we have faith enough to believe him. So we, we believe <laughs> by faith. Praise God. Now, the day he got baptized with the Holy Ghost, Something happened. There was a divine installation that took place. Are you with me? Now, the, the gift of God, which is the spirit, is called spirit investment. It was, it was invested, it was vested into your spirit. So that installation took place right from the day that installation took place. Whatever you will make out of that gift of the spirit, that spirit investment is no longer dependent on God. It is totally dependent on him. Whether he will proceed further to see the next promise or not, is not going to be determined by God. It's determined by him. Praise God. For example, let me let me tell you. See, see, let me let me see. Every gift of God is potential. The word potential means it is there, but it's not yet functional. Take for example, we know the sun. We know sun, right? Sun, sun. How many of us know that there is an energy in the sun? That sun that hits you and I and is painful, and we. We are, we, we are not happy. We, that same song, there is an energy in it. But that energy is potential. It is still potential. In order to maximize the value of that song, that song that, the energy in that song, you will need something. You will need a system. You will need a device. Called, um, uh, what is it called? Solar panel. You will need a solar, solar panel to be able to trap the energy in that song and convert it to a useful energy. The day he was baptized in the Holy Ghost, from that day, there was a there was a there was there was a, 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 a mechanism given to him to be to use to trap the energy in the Holy Ghost and bring it into a functional and useful energy. It's called praying in tongues. It's called speaking in tongues. When he stands to bask in the Holy Ghost, something is happening in his spirit man. There is a spiritual conversion taking place. In the book of Luke chapter 9 and verse 29, the scripture says, and as he prayed, the fashion of his countenance was altered. And as he prayed, do you know what? What happened here in Luke chapter 9 verse 29? The real person of Jesus came out. <laughs> if you read previous verses, he asked them, who do men say I am? 
They were not able to get it. He now said, who do you say I am? So he realized that this guy does not really know me. So he said, I will show you who I am. He took them to the mountain. Now he took prayer for, the, for his true realities to come out. There is a reality in you as a child of God that the world cannot see until the technology of prayer is involved. Until you adopt the technology of prayer. If it's, okay, not him. Let me use that. If we can place demand on that installation, that spiritual investment of the Holy Ghost that is made upon your spirit man to pray in the Holy Ghost and pray in tongues for hours. Can I ask a question? Okay, not a question. If you are here and you are a young man or a young woman, okay? I like to use young because the scriptures say, I write to you young men because you are what? You are strong. So let me speak to strong people. And if you are below 80, you are in this category. <laughs> Praise God. If you are a young man here and you have not prayed in tongue for 10 hours before, it's a joke in destiny. Okay, let's reduce it to five. It's a joke in destiny. You are joking with destiny. I don't know whether he does or so I'm not saying you don't do, but it's just an example, okay? It's just an example. If he can, if he can begin to pray at least five hours every day in tongues, what he will become, will even be, he, will, he, he, he will become a surprise to himself. What will happen to him? He will wonder. I shared with a couple of our people. I was seeing designs in my dream. I was seeing what? Designs. <laughs> there was one um, suit I had. I saw the design in the spirit. <laughs> I, I trapped it in the spirit. And I brought it. Now, imagine by the time I go into the world of fashion. Ibaboria Sozia Praka. How many of us know Isaac Newton? You can't, he's, a fa, he's, the fa, he's one of the fathers of science. He's a Christian. They ask him what is your secret. He says, I, I read the Bible daily. He was the man of the spirit. How many of us know Michael Faraday? He was, a, he was a brutal child of God. As a matter of fact, I will keep mentioning him. All those names, they are all believers. It is in our time that we are joking. It is in our time. That we need. The Bible said they went to Jonah and said, Oh sleeper, oh that sleeper, wake up from sleep. Now, can I tell you something? This Holy Ghost that he has received eh, can be in his life and he will not benefit from his, the presence of the Holy Ghost. Now, take for example, Jesus was with them in the boat. And what happened? The boat was sinking, he was there. His presence was there. They were not benefiting from what he can do. They were not benefiting from his capacity. The boat was sinking. Why? Because he was sleeping. You can carry God and a sleeping technology is at work in you. Until they went to wake him up, sir, nothing happened. Did you get it? He was there. So they did not need to pray for him to come. They only need to steer him up. Paul now wrote to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6. He said, I 
put thee in remembrance that thou what steer up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. Tear it up. The gift is there. The thing is there, but it's still potential. God does not give you a finished product. Never. He gives you a raw product that you need to develop. Can I tell something? As a matter of fact, what God has put in you is not limited. Are you with me? You can, you can, you can keep going. You can keep going. It is from glory to glory. From glory to glory. There is no end. It, ha- it, it comes with endless possibilities. So if as a child of God, you fail, it's your fault. It's your fault. You have something. You have something. This gift of the spirit that is inside him, that he has received, is not limited to one thing. Because we think it's for pastors, like our Father and the Lord, and our sister and pastor. <laughs> it's not for them. It's for every child of God. Praise God. The Holy Ghost can manifest in many dimensions. In many dimensions. He's going to be there inside of you. It's going to be there. If you don't place demand upon it, nothing will happen. You will live, and by the time you're old, you will realize that you have wasted years. Except you begin to put demand, place demand on it. As a matter of fact, are you aware that the gift of speaking in tongues is the only spiritual gift that you can use at will. Are you aware? Are you aware? That means I don't need to consult God before I use it. In fact, the Holy Ghost doesn't need to come upon me afresh before I use it. God doesn't need to do anything. The anointing doesn't need to come. It's the only gift that you can use at will. That was why Paul said in the book of Corinthians, he said, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, he said, I will pray. I, I am the one. I will do it. I will pray in the spirit and I will pray in my understanding. I will do it. You know why? Do you know why it's like that? Because that Holy Ghost, the day the Spirit of God came upon you, it is inherent. The word inherent means it is, in, it is, in, it is built in. Are you with me? It is dumb beside. It is deep-rooted in law. They consider it as vested. It's vested upon you as a right or as a privilege. It's inside there. God does not need to come and do anything about it. God does not need to. Everything you are, you are well equipped. As long as you have received the Holy Ghost, you are well equipped. Oh my God, I'm checking time. Okay, take for example. See, let, let me show you what God does. If you are asking God now, if you go to pray, and you are crying to God, give me, um, let me use a very good one that everyone of us are interested. Everyone is interested. You are going to God and say, give me money. You are praying about money. God, don't get me wrong, there's, there are different supernatural manifestations. Most times, God will not give you money. You know what? He won't give you money. He will give you something because money is finished. 
Money is what? It's furnished. It's a finished product. It's furnished already. He will give you something raw that you will need to convert. And to convert an energy from one state to another state, you will need to do what is called work. Praise God. You need to do what? Many of us, see you, when you see some rich people or some people that are blessed, you say they are lucky. Which lucky? They are not lucky anything, sir. They are working. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 23. In all labor. That is what? In all labor. That is what? That is profit. As a matter of fact, we know a nation called China. They rose because they were known for labor. Every company sending their product there, when, they, when, when any part that requires labor, they send it to China because the people are, they are laboring. And they are one of the world powers today. They were not lucky. They are not lucky than my country. They labored. We, my, we, where I come from? I don't know where I come from. Me, where I come from? We, 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 are, we need something. We need it sharp, sharp. We need shortcut. We always want. We don't want to walk. Walk is not for my people. <laughs> Praise God. But not everybody. Some people have broken some yokes. <laughs> Praise God. In every labor, there is profit. They are not lucky. They are working. They walked. As a matter of fact, I saw, I read in the scripture, the book of Proverbs. The scripture says, there is, there is something common between the rich and the poor. The same God made them all. The difference is that one has placed demand on the potential inherent investment that is in him. And one has not. One is still wishing that it will happen one day. One is still wishing that one day to happen is a joke in destiny. Can I show something? And I round up. Luke chapter 11. If you read from verse 9, he started by, he began to tell them, ask and it shall be given unto you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. Are you with me? <laughs> he said, everyone that asketh, receive it. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. This scripture is one of my, is one of my, is one of my scriptures. It's one of, it, it, when I'm praying, I remember some things in the world. This is one of them. He cannot lie. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lord, you say everyone that asketh receiveth. Why am I not going to receive? Everyone that asketh receiveth. He not began to say. He said, "If you do be you, you the earthly, you biological parents. If you do be evil, that does not mean he meant to call them evil. He said, if you do be evil, no sir to give good gift to your what children. He said, I'm just jump because of time. He said, he said, if your child asks you for egg, will you give him? If you're asking for bread, will you give it? So, he now said, if you don't be evil, knows how to give good what? I want you to take note of the word. Good, good, good gift, right? How much more shall your heavenly father give what? Now, do you know what he did? When it comes to the good gift that God will give you, he replaced it with the Holy Ghost. So, are you with me? It's supposed to be, how much more shall your heavenly father give good gift to them that what? No, he didn't say that. He said, how much more shall Heavenly Father give what? The Holy Ghost. In other words, the Holy Ghost is every good gift your Father. It's all domicile. It's there. Praise God. They say our time is up. Thank you, sir. Thank you for keeping it. Our time is up. <laughs> Praise God. Father, we bless you this morning. 
Don't worry, we can we'll see Simon by the grace of God. We give you praise. Shall we thank God for what he has done? Let's appreciate him and exalt him. And I want you to not just live here. Live here with, with fire. Shut up your bones. Live here this morning saying, I must, I must come out of this place. I, I, must, I, must, I must do something. I must rise in destiny. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. We hope you were blessed by that teaching. For further inquiries, please visit our website, www.rccgppp.org. You can also check us on Facebook and on YouTube at rccgpppsk, on Instagram and Twitter at rccgppp. If you are within the city of Regina, Canada, you can join us in person at 1771 Bond Street, S4N, 1X7 for a refreshing time in God's presence.